This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. That's our Patreon where every Sunday, pretty much every Sunday, most every Sunday, you get this all over again because you get a bonus episode of Says Who. If you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. All of that is available to you at patreon.com slash says who. Hey, do you live in, around, near, or just really love Columbia, Maryland? I will be there at the Books in Bloom Festival this Saturday at 4 p.m. on the Marlowe stage. Whatever that is, it's called the Marlowe stage. I'll be on it. I don't know the why Marlo it's called. The Marlowe stage? Like the ghost from the That's Christmas Marley. Carol? That's Marley. Oh. Marlowe okay. like Philip Marlowe. Okay. So mysterious, too. Yeah. But I'll be in Maryland. But listen, I need you to know something. The best thing, if you want to do your, your old pal MJ a solid, just say to a friend, an enemy, a stranger, hey, you should read the Truly Devious trilogy. And then you slap them with it. Slap them with it. And then that's Whoa. awesome for me. Yeah. Wow. Well. Dan, I need a cookie. <laughs> you having a blood sugar crash right now? I don't know. I'm not fine. Okay. If you would like to buy that book to slap someone with slap on, on the internet, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org or you can order Maureen's books or my books or other books, just books, kickbezosintheballs.org while you're on the internet. Swing on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com. That would be where there is Says Who merchandise. I think you probably could have figured that out. And hey, if you're buying some things on the internet, uh, additionally, kind of lost the thread here, Maureen, but I sell things, specifically one thing, specifically an orange patch with the word trying on it over at shop.dancinker.com. All these things are yours. Goodbye. Blah, 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 blah. Warming up. Blah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dan. That would sound good. You're sounding Dan. professional. Dan? Hmm? I went to LA, Oster went to Sweden, and then I went, after doing an event, I went directly and spent a week and a half with my family. A week and a half with my family, Dan. Yeah. A week mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. Ask me about my brain. How is your brain, Maureen? I don't know. It's very <laughs> soft, squishy. Basically, all of this up here, this head part, this yeah. is a jack-o'-lantern, Dan. It's got eyes and nose and a mouth, and there's probably something glowing in there, but mostly it's hollow. Okay. It's fine. You're going to be, this is going to go well, A week and a half saying. with my family is yeah. the correct amount of time to be there no. for sure. That's- the incorrect amount of time by it, about uh, it 10 is, days. It's uh, good for me. Hmm. I feel great. Well, let's go. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> help me, Dad. <clears throat> Dad, help me. Help me. No, you was like, I didn't know what I was kind of just waiting. I wasn't sure if you were done. You didn't didn't scare me. You didn't surprise me. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, no. Now you're (sighs) a glummy Gus. Oh, man. You don't need to be so glum. You say it's it's a coping strategy. I'm dancing. (sighs) Come on. Perk hmm? it up, baby. Zippity zap. Let's see your zippity zap. I'm perky. I'm good. I'm All here. Right. Mm-hmm. It, I'm. This is another one of those days, Maureen, where I might, I might, I might be doing too many things. Dan. Hmm. What are you doing? I am. Uh, today is a day where all everything converged, and I am now working. All four of my jobs on the same day. And what have we talked about? Doing less. And? I'm doing more. Right. 
Good. I'm glad we're back in our session. Welcome back for this week. With so, Dan, what what do you think we could do differently? I mean, the problem is I enjoy it all. I think mm. that's the main issue at 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 the heart of it is, right. or at least I enjoy a lot of it. Right. And uh, I don't really not want to do it, but. When it all falls on the same day, it's a little much. But Maureen Johnson, let's move past my foibles and on to your foibles. I don't How is your brain? Fo- you know, it occurred to me. <laughs> that was such a big sit back and take a breath there. I actually got help this week in that I hired a virtual assistant. Hey, hey. And... That has somehow only made things more complicated because I have to onboard. Yeah. She's great, but I have to onboard her and then figure out what she should do. That is always the trick of bringing in people to do a thing is they don't know how to do that thing at first. And you got to take the time to explain it to them. Actually, what always happens is if I ask somebody for help, I end up somehow like making them a sandwich, doing the thing for them. You know, combing their hair. Oh, well, that's good. You know what I mean? Like, I always end up being like, okay, so actually I'll do it and then I'll do all your stuff too. And then this is all, I just, it's all fine though. If you could actually look around me, I'm sorting through two weeks of like mail, paperwork. A lot has been going on. Uh, Good stuff. Crazy stuff. Like there's a writer's strike in LA, which weirdly does impact me. Sure. Um, so there's some stuff I had to take care of because of that. Because yep. I support the union. Yeah, you're no scab. I'm no scab, man. A hundred and thousand percent. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's all it's all fine, Dad. It's just that I feel like I'm, I really feel like I'm going by the seat of my pants right now. Oh, I'm right there with you, Maureen Johnson. Pants. Pants. Well, it's a good thing we're going to Disney this year. That's true. A little later. A little later. Are we committing to that, Dan? I mean, you've committed us to it a lot. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, telling uh, you, Dan. Yeah. Because this year begins the election process. It sure does. I mean, I think that we've had a week or two now to really fully comprehend the fact that we are about to go right back into Trump versus Biden again. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do the same goddamn thing we did before. Mm-hmm. And somehow it will just be worse. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, A lot of violent and terrible stuff happened this week. We're not going to go into it, but it was a shitty week for violence in the U.S. It was. Uh, I found that I found that this week I was sitting I was sitting awake at night thinking about that. Oh, that's 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 good. No, but like it, it just couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. I was like, I just. And you know what? The obvious thing is to me, it's obvious to everybody, but it's just one of those things that's so morally repugnant. It takes a while for it to sink into your brain that Republicans who support, you know, where they they AK pins and stuff like that, those people will never take action against it because they absolutely need these shootings to happen. Oh, yeah. I know that that's obvious. At the same time, my brain just wouldn't let it in. Right. It was like a it was like a vampire at the door. My brain was like, "You may, yeah, you shall not pass." Yeah. So I, I, my brain wouldn't let that in. I was like, "Oh no, you absolutely need there to be these shootings." Yeah. And um, that's uh, and that we've actually made a culture in which elected officials could, you know, absolutely be in the position of well, because all of those shootings make people they think need guns and gun sales increase after them. Right. Yeah. And also allows them to pass legislation that further kind of, you know, traps people in this world. I was thinking about big questions this week, Dan. You how were. We can work, how can we work towards things and not just against them? Okay. How like can it. systemic change, how to be part of systemic change? Yep. How systemic change actually is rooted in the community? Because I went to play bingo, Dan. I'm sorry. I went to play bingo. Okay. So, I was, the the where this sentence began and where oh. this sentence ended was yeah. not 
where I thought we were going. Dan, when I was down at my parents' for, did I mention I was there for a week and a half? You, you've mentioned a few different times you were there for a week and a half. I was doing nursing care for my father while my mother was, she had organized and was at her nursing school reunion. It was really meaningful to her and she was gone for a couple of days. And then yeah. some of her friends from nursing school, like all my aunts, all the people I called aunt were like all her nursing school friends. Okay. So they came, like I hadn't seen them in a while. They're like, hey, I want to see you. We're going to go to dinner. They came over that. Like it was like people coming into the house, like people knocking on the door and coming in. That's what it was like when I was a kid that everybody was like knocking on the screen door, just showing up, sitting on the sofa. You know, except then it was like you put out the ashtrays because everybody smoked 12 packs. They smoked four cigarettes at once at the time. That's yeah. my main memory of as a kid, Dan. People come into the screen door like, hey. And then you'd come in. They'd sit there and they'd drink coffee and smoke 12 cigarettes at once. Yeah. It was everything like that, Dan. Yeah. Then my mother mm -hmm. is also like on all these committees. She's a committee person, Dan. She helps okay. run stuff. They had a bingo night. Dan, I saw that little face. What was that face about? There was no face. Oh, you have a face. Well, no, that was the you face have of a, being unfairly have, accused of making you a, have face. a face. Look at that face. There was good, no face. Good face, Dan. You got a good face. Anyway. I'm just, okay. She was running this bingo night. They do this thing called um, coach bag bingo. Have you heard of this? That sounds gross. No, it's called coach bag bingo. It's really popular. It's hugely okay. popular. Oh, like a coach bag. A purse, yeah. Okay. So what happens is you pay for a ticket. It was like $35 for a ticket. Okay. And they use those sales monies to go out and they buy. This woman does like this woman came in and did it. And she bought all these coat. You buy all these like coach bags and Kate Spade bags, etc. And then you buy bingo cards and you play bingo. And each round of bingo, whoever wins gets like the bag that bags for the round. Okay. And this place was packed. Okay. My mom was like, come down. And I ended up coming down to this community thing. Everybody sitting around the firehouse playing bingo for coach bags. And I, I didn't want to win. I don't really like the bags. I need but, to apologize for people that are hearing. I don't know what is happening above me. Yeah, you there look, is so much furniture being moved. Mm, your family's moving out. I didn't want to tell I think you. but that could be it. Yeah, your family wrote to me and they said, listen, don't tell them. But during this episode, we're going to move out of the house. <laughs> and when he comes up, we're going to have left a note that said, it's just not working out for us. And we're taking everything. Do you want to know something? Uh-huh. I had an uncle that was married to this woman that was my Aunt Sharon. I only vaguely remember her. Okay. In my, I was very, very small when I knew her. Yeah. I thought she was Diana Ross. Okay. I thought my aunt was Diana Ross. All right. Because she looked like Diana Ross. Uh, well, that would explain it. So in my memory, Diana Ross was my aunt. Okay. But she, she was not. My aunt is not Diana Ross. It was this other woman. She just had big hair and like she just had the glasses and the style and the nails and she just looked like Diana Ross. And uh, she separated from my uncle and he was out one day. And when he was out, she and her brothers came in and stripped the house. Wow. When I say stripped it, I mean, they took light fixtures off the walls. Holy they, cow. They unscrewed like light fixture plates like the switches holy cow he came back it was like wires were hanging from the ceiling there was no furniture there was nothing everything that could be removed was removed wow thorough that's what's happening upstairs right now i'm really I think sorry it to is yeah i don't I'm really understand listen what on earth could be happening up they there? got a they got a better offer apparently anyway they're, bingo, they're, moving, they're moving to the compound Coach bag bingo. I was just happy to be there. We accidentally won a small bag, which I didn't like. And I keep my mom keeps trying to give it to me. I keep trying to give it back to her. Okay. But I just was like community. I just realized the importance of community gatherings and structure in a way. Because I lead a kind of life that doesn't. New York is one big community, but we don't have like a lot of like small units that I operate in. You know right. what I mean? It's a big city. Right. That's what I was thinking about, Dan. Okay. Also, I watched the. You watched the coronation. Did not watch the coronation. Did make the quiche. Mm. What was in that quiche? It was delicious. What was in it? It was uh, well, your normal cheese, egg, cream sure. stuff. Then uh, spinach. 
mm-hmm. and we we used peas. They called for broad beans, but that is not a thing in America. And tarragon, and it was hmm. absolutely delicious. Tarragon, yeah, hmm. not a normal flavor profile. No. Uh, but it was really, really tasty, actually. And I had assumed that we were going to have a bit of a pitched food battle with the little one. Because uh, he he tends to, he will try anything. And then he typically gives you this look and he goes, well, I don't love it. <laughs> and then he won't eat anymore. But this, he took a bite while we were still, like, serving it up. And by the time we had gotten everyone else their quiche slice, he was already halfway through it. And then wow. he ate it, and then he wanted more. Wow. It was I, I was so fully surprised. I didn't know that was a little kid food. I didn't either. It was really one of those meals where, like, you are making it and you are already thinking about the thing that you're probably going to have to make to make sure that your kid has actually gotten enough food in their belly. But no, he he ate it. He loved it. The coronation quiche was a big hit at our house, but we did not watch the coronation. You did? I watched the CNN highlights. Okay. My mother had them on and I saw, you know, he had the golden spoon with the gold, the special oil. He did the special weird ring touching. He got an orb. He got a scepter. You know, they put him behind yeah. screens to take off all of his clothes and sure, um, you know, anoint him. And I kept trying to send Oscar screenshots. I kept FaceTiming him. He was very annoyed because Oscar is not interested. Let me just say that again. Oscar is not interested. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun and a lot of laughs trying to make him interested. Well, that's, yeah. If somebody, that's my if you know somebody isn't interested, it's all the more reason. I was like a little kid with a drum. I yeah. was just, you know, <laughs> hey, look, look at this. Look at your spoon. Look at your orb. Congratulations on your stick. <laughs> Congratulations on your wizard. <laughs> I want to be careful. You know, I know it means a lot to some people. I just, it's very... Do you think it means a lot to anyone that listens to Says Who? I, they love it. They're really, really into it. I, I, this is a, if there's ever going to be a group of monarchists, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. The last holdout of the monarchy. The uh, Says Who listenership. It's because I have an English family and I'm really worried that every time I'm like, this is ridiculous. Then I'm like, oh, oh God. Oh God, am I going to get in trouble? So With for anybody. If my English family is listening, I'm really sorry. It's okay. I know. Uh, yeah, this is the thing. I don't want... Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> I don't think they're listening either. What if they were? I mean, that would be surprising. There, there's going to be some awkward conversations over the meringues. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, Maureen Johnson. So when did you actually get back in town? Sunday night. No, okay. Saturday, Saturday night. And now when do you leave again? I go to Maryland this yeah. Saturday, but I'm going there and back. Okay. Quick, like taking the train, doing the event. And they, I was going to stay over, but I was like, no, I'd really like to just get back. Um, yeah, we have a bunch of visitors coming to stay, Dan. Oh, okay. I gotta go. Then I got to go off and do some book research. Okay. But no, hopefully I don't really go away again. Other than it, all the things that you just listed as going away. There's only one in there. Book research? Yeah. In Maryland? That's like one afternoon. That's okay. nothing. I mean, it is away. It Technically, it is going away. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, end of July, I go back to the UK. Sort of mid-July. Oh, okay. Of course, um, something will come up in the mid- Like, there's absolutely no- Yeah, you will definitely- You will be on the road, I'm sure. Your bingo story has reminded me that uh, at the corner of- what even would that have been? Western and Pratt, maybe in Chicago, there used to be a big bingo hall. I think there is. It was knocked down a number of years ago. Now it's Chicago Public Library. It's very big and very fancy. But uh, at some point, me and my friends were like, "We're going to the bingo hall." Like it was super old school. It had just bingo, huge lettering on the side. 
you would drive by it all the time and be like, I cannot believe that there's an enormous bingo hall in like, you know, whatever, whenever this would have been probably the late nineties. And, uh, so we were like, we're doing this. We're going to the bingo hall. We're it's a Friday night. We're going to hit the bingo hall. We all went and we're just like a bunch of fuckers, right? Like a bunch of young, stupid shit kids. And, uh, we go to the bingo hall. We walk in and Maureen, we are hit with a solid wall of smoke. Yep. Like Sounds about just right. unbelievable amount of smoke to the point that we did the full on Grandpa Simpson just walked in, whoop, walked right out. We didn't even have a moment where we were like, should we stay? We were just like, we got to go. We can't breathe. So never played bingo at the bingo hall. It ruled, Dan. I didn't want to. I didn't even want to win. I just was happy. I just wanted to get the numbers just so I could yell bingo. I really just sure. wanted to be able to yell bingo. I came so close, and people, every those people in there, they were hustlers. It turns out, like people go to bingo, they go to these coach bingo things all the fucking time. And then do they like eBay the bag? I don't know what they do, but they people came every table but ours because I didn't know to do this. Brought snacks. Oh, like wow. some people ordered pizzas, so they showed up with. Bottles of wine, pizzas, Pringles, wow. like laid out giant. They got down, sat down at a table, filled it with snacks, filled there in front of them. They had all these bingo cards and they were rolling, Dan. They were not a sucker like me with one card. They oh, had yeah. they had like five cards. They had a row of Pringles, a jug of wine and five bingo cards. And they were there. What the real the real good grift was, they were also doing raffles for baskets what? And they had baskets of like prizes and gifts. That okay. was a separate thing. So you could buy these raffle tickets to win the, the gift baskets. So okay. you bought a little ticket and then you put the stub in whatever gift basket you wanted. Okay. Which meant that you had like, in some cases, a one in five or a one in 10 chance of getting the gift basket. Okay. There was this one woman, I swear she won five gift baskets, two purses. She went out with like, she couldn't even carry all the stuff that she won. Man. It was a good grift. And she won the 50-50. What's that? That's where you buy a ticket for a money raffle and whatever's in the pot, you take 50% of it and then the organization takes 50%. So essentially you were just at a casino night. Like at a certain point. Plus a raffle for gift bags, plus a 50-50, plus a... It just feels it's at a certain point there there was an illegal gambling ring happening. There was a massage gift card one of those fucking things. Like some a lot of them are like soaps. Like you know like yeah. cool soaps. Chick-fil-A. There was like a Chick-fil-A one. Okay. Uh there was a massage one. There was like lavender pillows, but some of them oh there was one with a bunch of bottles of wine in it. Yeah. But yeah, you could win some cash money. After a while, I'm sitting there too, Dan. I'm like, look at that ugly fucking bag. I want it. Yeah, I have to make an H on this bingo card. <laughs> well, Dan, I had it. You I was want a bag. Well, my mother and another woman called bingo at the same time. And then oh, they take man. the cards. And then and what happens? Cage match. Well, they take them up and then. They look for like the highest, there's some kind of thing on the card. You look for the highest number or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Like, that person wins the bag and the other person wins like the the a consolation the prize face. bag. And so my mom got the consolation prize bag, which is this little weird flat bag. Oh, okay. That she kept trying to give to me. I was got like, it. I don't want this weird flat bag. <laughs> well, it was a really weird bag. I. It just sounds like a thrill a minute down there. Dan! I can't believe you came home. Bingo rules. We should do says who bingo night because you can definitely do That'd virtual bingo. Oh, it well, would. Could we get one roll. of those little balls where you rolly the balls, though? That's what really all I want in a bingo night. Yes, you can. Can you imagine if we did a virtual bingo? That would be fun. And that was just a, that was just a Taskmaster episode where they did a bingo. I just saw the last one out of order. So I just mm. saw the actual last episode, but I missed, I think I missed two. The last episode? Aren't they only on the like fifth or sixth? Yeah, but I missed two in the middle. Like, oh, got I've it. just seen the most recent. 
Ah, the last meaning the most recent, not the last meaning the this final. This cast rules. It is... Uh, for those of you that don't know, we are talking about the British television show Taskmaster, which Maureen sung the praises of back yeah. in 2020, I believe. Yeah, quarantine. Right, uh, for an election, final election week, uh, or maybe it was even election day, avoidance of the news uh, diversion. And it has become a full-on obsession around my house where we have watched every permutation of Taskmaster that exists in the world, including all of the ones that are you have to watch with subtitles and things. Wow. Oh, yeah. We have we have all of Norwegian Taskmaster, most of uh, most of Swedish. Yeah. This show has really gone supernova. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the things that we always comment on, Maureen, especially with the British one, but I feel like it has been true, certainly with the New Zealand and Australian ones as well. The casting of the people on the panel is remarkable how good it is. Every single time. First episode, I'm like, I don't know. The last cast was so good. I don't think I'm going to like these people. And then by the end, I'm like, this was the greatest group of people they have ever assembled. I love Kyle. Yeah. He is in the show Ghost UK. Ghost. Yeah. The UK show Ghost is one of my absolute favorite things that has ever been made. Yeah. It is a heartwarming, amazing. I love it so much. And he's in it. But May Martin, they are incredible. One of the one of the few castings of a Canadian mm. that I am uh yeah, because I was like, oh, a yeah, Canadian. exactly. It's often when it's like, oh, wait, you podcast an American. But uh, May has been great. They're also really competent, which I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. But it turns I, uh, out I, yeah. it really shakes things up to have a competent person. <laughs> I saw a, a tweet from May that was like, I know I'm supposed to be a comedian, but I take every task really seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. At the end, you'll just end up everybody in the end falls in love with May because they're just they're straight faced. (laughs) Yeah. But Dan, we're going to put a little this is a mild content warning. Mild. When we discussed the news this week, you may be aware that one of the things we need to talk about is what's going on with Donald Trump. We're not going to get into a lot of details. So if the discussion of the sexual assault trial of Eugene Carroll is upsetting to you. We're going to handle it in a very, very mild yeah. fashion. And uh, and yeah, we will we will let you know when we get into it. We aren't getting into it immediately, though, Maureen, because the legal woes of Donald Trump are many. Mm. And I wanted to start first with the return of an old ep- character. From episodes past. Yes. But with a new fresh twist. I'm fucking ready for it. Because Maureen, everyone's favorite undersea enforcer, Matthew Calamari, has returned. Fuck yeah. Calamari, who is the chief operating officer of the Trump organization. And and worth remembering originally hired by Donald Trump because he saw him beat someone up at the U.S. Open back in the 1980s. Originally brought on to be security of, I would say, a certain talent. Now the chief operating officer of the Trump organization. Brought in to testify to the federal grand jury that is investigating the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case because as one of his many jobs as the chief operating officer of the Trump organization, he for some reason is in charge of the security camera footage at Mar-a-Lago. Sure. So he was brought in to testify about that. But Maureen, in a twist that I can really only say brought me a great deal of joy, he also brought his son... Matthew Calamari Jr. Hey, I'm going to bring him my son. He's a little bit of squid boy. He's going to my son, Matthew Calamari Jr. Hey, it's me. I watch the sea. And then I have my son. 
My son also is a real squishy. You squeeze him, you scare my son. He squirts a black ink at you. (laughs) (laughs) My little son. Oh, sometimes they try to catch my son, put him in a deep fryer. I said, I'm not going to keep you away from my son. I beat up a guy on a golf course. Uh, Watch your camera. Uh, I did a bunch of research on Matthew Calamari back when he first was introduced into the Pantheon. And I'm pretty sure I did not surface that he had a son named Matthew Calamari Jr. Hey, a little Calamari. <laughs> He's not that little. And now Matthew Calamari Jr. is the head of security of the Trump organization. Sure. Following in his father's squid steps. Yeah, I know. Like, we're we're very, we're perilously close to the actual plot of SpongeBob. I mean, uh-huh. just we're just skirting. We're going to find out this one of these fuckers lives in a pineapple. Yeah, I believe it. Was he a boyfriend of mine? I don't think you ever fully endorsed Matthew Calamari in your boyfriendness. Right in my harem. Yeah, he kind of showed up on the scene a little bit after you mm, had you I, you had stopped adding people in. Right, Carter Page. Yeah, Sam Numberg. Sam Numberg with his cucumber. Yeah. Remember when uh, when my boyfriend Carter used to walk around with a book full of microphones <laughs> just just covered in microphones oh that poor that poor stupid sob i he miss has him disappeared from the world hasn't he he hasn't disappeared from my heart well that's true but no matthew calamari i don't believe was ever one of your boyfriends yet but truly Listen, i may be back on the market down you never know you never do know. You Maybe never Matthew know when, Calamari Jr. When love strikes, Dan, you don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to perk me up. It's a new boyfriend in the group. I'll Could check be. these I'll check these squid boys out. I'll see. <laughs> Let's get weird. Anyway, the Calamaris. Oh, you see when you say it like that. Yeah. They were uh testifying about these uh about the security camera footage. In Jack Smith's continuing trying to unravel who done it, right? When it came to the very obvious mystery, this of is, this is just that meme of the hawk dog guy saying we're all trying to figure <laughs> out who did this. Yeah, basically, basically. Uh, but also, Maureen, there has been some movement in the Georgia case against Trump, oh. as well as people like Rudy. Uh, for meddling in the election. But specifically, that movement has led to some answers as to why there has not been a charge yet. And since we have, every time this case comes up, speculated on why in the world there has not been charges yet, I thought we should let everyone know that we actually now have an answer. So the New York Times reported on Friday that more than half of the fake Georgia electors have taken an immunity deal citing a court filing that that uh, that that was made. And in that, we know that a special grand jury heard evidence in the case for seven months and recommended more than a dozen people for indictments back in February. So we do know that it is not February anymore, Maureen. It is now well into May. No, don't say that. No, I know. And almost certainly some of those dozen people are the fake electors who now have immunity deals, unless perhaps they already had immunity deals at the start and are not named then. But the new wrinkle that explains why Fulton County District Attorney Fanti Willis has not charged anyone yet was in the article. And, it, and I quote, ultimately, it will be up to Miss Willis to decide which charges to seek before a regular grand jury. What she has said will, she will do after a new jury is seated in mid-July. Well, I'm, I am confused as to why they need a second grand jury. So my only assumption is that the evidence hearing was a special grand jury. And now in this, they refer to a regular grand jury. So I guess, because I know that when that uh, when the special grand jury was done. They basically passed along recommendations, right? So I guess now you you need a regular grand jury to actually 
indict because they did not pass indictments. And presumably, as you just said, some of these people have taken immunity. So a bunch of people rolled. Yeah. I've, I've read conflicting reports of the immunity deals. Some say there was not a, a requirement of testimony, but one would assume that there was they, a deal was made for a reason. Something. Yeah. For some just, reason. They can't just be like, nah. you seem nice. Let's Here's an immunity bother. deal for you. That's typically not how it works. So if a new jury is, seat, is seated in mid-July. Yeah. Is now expected that it will be somewhere in the late July to August range. Could be another set of indictments. Yes. So we are talking then about, so he's already under arrest, Trump. Mm-hmm. We could have a new set of indictments against the whole bunch of them. Yeah. Debates will start. We figured probably what was the first one, August? I believe the first primary debates. Uh, was it August? Yeah, I think it was. It was, it was August, Dan. So he could be indicted again while he's under arrest. Yeah. At the, But then, then I guess we do have to get yeah, into... Yeah, Milwaukee, August yeah. 2023. Yeah. I'm telling you, Dan, this year is the Thursday... 2023 is the Thursday to 2024's big weekend. <laughs> and it's like one of those, it's a holiday Thursday where it's like, it's juicy stuff is like stuff is happening. Totally. Uh, that her timing, Willis's timing of late July into August is also the expected timing for when Trump's team dealing with the uh, New York indictment will ask for it to be thrown out because that that should be at the time that the discovery phase comes to a close. Right. So the New York indictment for the Stormy Daniels payment for which he is currently under arrest. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So things will get spicy at the end of the the end of the summer, it seems. But but and this is where once again a mild content warning we are discussing a case about sexual assault. The big Trump legal news for this breaking news. Look, and mama's got a little something, something. This is literal breaking news. We are breaking in to the episode that you are listening to. We have opened the third door. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But we, we are, Maureen and I, we are have recording a, this. Mama's having a little something. Mama's having a little something something. Mm. I'm dressed all fancy because I had to do a fancy call like an hour ago. It looks great. It is. Dexy's uh, all hyped up. It is approximately four hours after we recorded. Mm. No, we stopped. Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. Well, no, no, it was, it, no, you're right. It was like 1.45 Central when we finished recording. So this, and now it is 5.04 Central. So everyone can do that math because I can't because I've It's I've about three done. hours. Uh, like yeah, basi- so, basically yeah. we stopped and I was like, see you later, Dan. I'll send you, you know, like, and then uh, I went and I uh, refreshed and it was like the verdict's in. Yeah. Within so, five minutes of us closing it down. So there was a section here where we talked about this trial. Right. We talked about the E. Jean Carroll trial and um, that had just wrapped and that they had just sent the um, the jury. The the, the closing arguments were yesterday. That would be Monday. And the jury was given their instructions this morning. This would be Tuesday. And we recorded about an hour and a half or so after they had received their instructions. And we ended it with like, well, we might know this week when it is going to come in. And then, yeah, I sat down. I had a very big work thing like an hour later. So I sat down to get my notes together for that. And then uh, I get an email from you that is like, the verdict is in. And then the verdict was in. Yeah. So we are... We are cutting in and cutting out the section where we are talking about this trial and speculating on what might happen because now we know. We did a lot of uh, the stuff we talked about in there was kind of a bummer 
This is yeah. much less of a bummer. And that's why mama's got a little something, something. Yeah, because the jury came back very fast. At that moment, it was pretty clear that yeah. they were coming in. I mean, one of the things that we did discuss beforehand was uh, the Trump team called no witnesses in a civil trial where the burden of proof is not the same as a criminal trial. And to call no witnesses in a civil trial feels like you're probably going to lose that civil trial. Um, and in fact, drum roll. Ding. He lost the civil trial. Uh, I was about to start singing the Beatles song. You're going to lose that trial. Yes, yes, you're gonna lose that trial. You're gonna lose that. It's lose that girl. Are are you Im inventing a Beatles? No, song they right wrote now? they wrote a song called "Lose That Girl," but I just oh, put trial. Okay, I suddenly I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't live in the same world, but you're just riffing. I get it now. It's because I've had three ounces of white wine. Man, I wish three ounces to. As we discussed earlier, I have a very busy day today and I am like three quarters of the way through it now. So my brain is almost non-functional. But Washington Post jury finds Trump sexually abused. E. Jean Carroll, also defamed, awards five million dollars in damages. OK, and here is where hopefully any um, survivors of sexual violence this is going to be. We're super, super mild this up for you to make you only feel positive. Um, yeah. There were three kind of verdicts they could come back with. One was rape. One was sexual, uh, what they came back with. And there was a third, like, lesser one. And they kind of chose this middle one. And it was some super technicality. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was a technicality kind of. I don't want to go into it because uh, that's not... That may not be comfortable for some people. Yeah. So, so we won't, but just like they, it's not, I think it's not that they didn't believe it happened. It was like a super, it was a super technical legal point. Right. Right. Um, but he was found guilty of assaulting her and he yep. was found guilty of defaming her. He yep. was ordered to pay her $5 million. Yeah. Now, now Dan. Maureen. At the end of the episode that we recorded three hours ago, we talked laughingly about this fucking town hall on CNN tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Now, I forgot about that. Now, CNN. Mm -hmm. Turns out, Dan, that I had an emotional knot in my stomach that was released in the form of like I'm vomiting fire towards CNN. Yeah. Because right now, not only, so it was already terrible that they were going to platform this fucking guy and we were just going to relive everything all over again that he, they yeah. constantly platformed him. Yes. But now today he is officially officially by a court found guilty of sexual assault. Yes. And someone connected to CNN that we've actually had on an early version of the show way back in the day yeah. was tweeting about how this is going to be so interesting for tomorrow at oh, the Jesus. town hall and that they're prepping for this town hall. And I just want to say full-throated and full-heartedly that they can absolutely go fuck themselves. Yep. You could give that hour to anything. You could give that hour to specialists on sexual assault. People yep. talking about how to survive the trauma of sexual assault. Just sexual assault victims that are going on giving, just talking about their lives being great or just, just straight up an hour of dead air anything yeah would be better than what they're doing yes and they correct. can absolutely go entirely fuck themselves dan i've said it before they can eat my whole ass absolutely it's remember back in the day oh I yep um i think it is worth pointing out because you said that he was found guilty of sexual assault he was not found guilty of anything because this was a civil trial right. not a criminal trial and i think that it, it is important distinction because um he is going to say over and over and over again that he was not found guilty right, right. because that is technically true this is a civil trial and one of the things that we talked about um 
in the original episode of this was that uh, I was apologizing because I last week was describing this exclusively as a defamation suit because uh, that was how it was originally filed. And I did not realize that last year, New York State opened a one year window where you could file a civil suit for uh, sexual assault and rape and that sort of thing that uh, happened after the statute of limitations had run out. And so uh, E. Jean Carroll had then added that into this same suit. And so he is found liable, in fact, not just for defamation, but for sexual assault. And that is super important. You know, I mean, another thing that we talked about is how she had to fight fucking hard for this trial. Yeah, in the in the previous recording, I shouted her praises for f- yeah. about full five minutes, and I just want to do it again. It was terrifying what she did. She is brave. She is amazing, and she she did it for herself, and she did it for everybody yeah. that has been a victim of this kind of violence. And um, she's a fucking legend. Yeah, and not only did she file a lawsuit against Donald Trump and and won. Mm. But she did it, actually, she filed it in 2019 when he was still president. In a very unprecedented move, uh, he was defended in 2020 by the Justice Department for a civil suit against him as a person, not at all as a single part of the president. They made some sort of weird ass justification that somehow him defaming her was part of the job of being president. And so they could def- they could defend him. So she took the fucking government on to worked it through multiple appeals courts and circuit courts and all of that sort of thing until it was finally allowed to happen. So this isn't just simply that she filed and won a lawsuit. Like she had to fucking fight the government at the height of his level of using the government for his own personal needs and won to get this lawsuit and then won. So fucking what a fucking amazing person. So again, This is where we're at, Dan. We have a president who's under arrest for one crime. Yeah. He has now been found responsible or that he has found that he has committed sexual assault against Eugene Carroll. He's liable for it in in civil court. Yeah. And uh, this is the GOP candidate for president. Also worth noting that the lawyer that defended him and lost and... Defended is is maybe stretching the terms was, of defense. He was there. He was he was present. Yeah, he was, he was a, there. He, the lawyer that was present uh, is the same lawyer that is defending him in the Manhattan district attorney suit uh, that he has been arrested for. Joe Takapina or however you pronounce his name. So I would guess that he will not be Trump's lawyer for much longer. I cannot imagine that Trump will employ him to continue to defend him against Bragg if he has already lost, if he's already branded a loser. <sighs> My favorite thing, I just want to point out that Maureen is drinking a, 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 a libation. A small glass of white wine. But directly behind her, is a bottle of cleaning fluid. And so in my head, you are drinking the cleaning fluid. Everybody, mama likes a little sip of sip of Windex. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> my, de- my desk is glass. I should oh. not have purchased a glass. I have two desks, actually, like an L-shape. They're, they are like a frosted glass. And I, I polish them Every goddamn day. Let me tell you, I would break that shit almost immediately. <laughs> I would have put a glass desk down and immediately dropped like a bowling ball on it. I've had these desks for a while, Dan. I really, I keep meaning to replace them, but they kind of go with everything and they fit. So once you have something that fits, you're like, I can't change anything ever. Because every measurement in this room is based around these desks. Right. Totally. So I clean them every day, Dan. And they match every the, day. I wipe it down at the end of every day. Yeah. Holy cow! I don't like any smudge marks. I'm like Pigpen in the Peanuts cartoons. 
I it's like the end of the day. like a cloud around me. At the end of every day, I just kind of do the wipe down. But I, I was, I had lunch here earlier, so always if there's lunch, like kids wipe down. When we first turned on the 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 feed to do this extra recording, Maureen literally went, "Oh, what yeah. are you? You wearing a nice shirt?" It's she nice. was so surprised. It's got embroidery on it. it does it's pelicans? It's really nice. I know it is really nice. Okay. But I usually just dress like a slob. No, you usually me. usually wear your coveralls or a t-shirt. Or a, or a hoodie. Yeah, those are the oh. three three forms of me. I've also got what I, I want to say, our new sponsor, Waterloo Sparkling Water. And this is the best of the sparkling water flavors. This is cherry limeade. This stuff? No, no, it's so good. You don't even understand how good this is. This is the best sparkling water there is. Okay. I'm going to crack this open. I'd I put like one of these in the freezer water. last night and forgot about it. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, I went in this like, morning. Oh, I just need to cool this down real fast. And then you've got the like can balloon. No, it exploded fully open. Oh, and shit. It, and it tore open. <laughs> oh. And so so it ripped open. <laughs> and there was this kind of torrent of frozen seltzer oh, around it. It perfect. looked like. Yeah, it looked like uh, Shackleton had been up there. You know, it's just this frozen tundra situation. Uh, and a ripped open can like Hulk had uh, been drinking his seltzer. So, mmm. Seriously, Fresh Direct just started delivering Waterloo seltzer here in New York. And I can't get enough of this cherry lime. Maybe I just ordered three boxes. Wow. I love it. It's so good. Well, but the the purpose of us reconvening here and popping open drinks and all of that is uh, maybe, maybe, Maureen, this is the beginning of this man finally getting what's coming to him. Dan, they're simply going to run him anyway, and this will still just be happening. He will just be someone who's currently, currently under arrest, mm-hmm. has been found liable of sexual assault, mm-hmm. might be indicted again in July. Yep. Possibly again after that, who knows? Yeah, a couple of a couple of p- potential Fed charges coming down. And Dan, yeah. he's going to run again next year, yeah. and he might win. It's okay, yeah. I mean, when you put it like that. That's why I check Zillow every day for the compound. Well, good. I'm not even joking anymore. I came perilously close to buying a farm. Good. I sent you the link to the farm, Dan. Oh, that one? Yeah, you should buy that one. I know, right? Yeah, that it's, is one you should buy. Apparently, when you buy houses in Massachusetts, they just give you a barn. That's how it works. It seems like a bunch of them have barns. Mm-hmm. It's a That's good, when, it's a, when you look at houses of a certain size in a certain place, you're going to see a barn attached. How much stuff could we all do in that barn? A lot of things. Would y'all come and live there? I I would. How much stuff could you make in a barn? I will say the other day. Janice and I were walking around talking about stuff, and she was all, if Maureen were to buy that compound in California, oh, we'd do it. In California? Like, oh, yeah, we'd do it. All right, I'll start looking. Yeah. I mean. Because then it's like nice and warm all the time. Listen, the Merry Pranksters used to live in La Honda. Okay. So that was where Ken Casey and the Merry Pranksters, they had a compound up there. Now, they were acid gurus, Dan, and late in the mid, they were early acid gurus. And they had acid when no one knew what acid was. And they used to go around, they put sound systems in the trees. Okay. And and they just were up there doing acid when no one knew what acid was and listening to music echoing through the trees. They would like play the Beatles and it would echo through the trees. I've been through La Honda before. That's where they lived, yeah. Now that I'm looking, Pescadero Beach just down from there was the the default beach that I would go to when we lived up in the the Bay. Is it, so it's, where is La Honda exactly? It is um, west of Silicon Valley. So it is probably extraordinarily expensive now because it is right. fancy. Right. Basically, you've got like, you know, all of Silicon Valley, San Jose at the bottom, San Francisco at the top, and then the um, and then all of the towns like Menlo Park and Palo Alto. La Honda, is, and, then, and then there is a set of mountains mm. to the west of all of that. And then there's the Pacific Ocean. So, right. um, and like Santa Cruz is at the bottom of that little peninsula there. Uh, and La Honda is in the mountains uh, between Silicon Valley and 
the ocean. Think about the Massachusetts option, though. Yeah. Climate-wise, well. it's more stable. True. Uh, True. It's, it's very green. Yeah. Big-ass barn. Big-ass barn. B-A-B. B-A-B. Well. Because, Dan, we're going into, as I said, 2023 is the Thursday. Yep. And it just got spicier. It is 4 p.m. on Thursday of 2023. <laughs> and Trump has just been found liable of sexual assault. It's true. And there just seemed, I mean, this is, I'm just twittering this. And remember, Mama's had four, three ounces, maybe four now, Watch of out. white wine. Get Look, wild. I'm a, I don't drink very much, Dan. The fact that I even drink occasionally a small glass of white wine is a big deal for me. So, you know what? He, there, it seems to be some speculation. Oh, 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 I totally buried the lead. Also, George Santos has been charged by the Justice Department in a federal probe as of 47 minutes ago. Oh, wow. Charges have been filed against George Santos. Boom. Expected to appear as soon as Wednesday at federal court. Well, there you go. Charges what, is he, have, what is he being charged with? They don't know. But the FBI oh, and yeah. but the J FBI and Justice Department have been examining allegations of false statements, campaign finance I mean, filings, other claims. <laughs> I mean, seems this, pretty straightforward. This is some fish in a barrel stuff, but That's um, a real who done it there. Mm. So House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he will look at the charges before determining if he thinks Santos should be removed from Congress. I'll wow. look at the charges. The California Republican told CNN on Tuesday. During his brief time in office, Santos has been accused of breaking finance laws, violating federal conflict of interest laws, stealing cash meant for an Iraqi veteran's dying dog, mass sure. mas masterminding a credit card fraud scheme, and lying about where he went to school and worked. So, yes, that has also happened in the last hour. They, they managed to leave off defrauding the Amish. I mean, so, yes, George Santos has just been... Okay. Charges are filed. Uh, and... Um, Yes, yeah, so there is some speculation that Trump may have trouble being around schools now. Okay. Because of the charges. Because it, it, something about news for, okay, here's somebody on Republicans react to George Santos' indictment. Representative Lawler, I reiterate my call that he should resign. Representative Meliotakis, I would love to see someone new run. Representative Zink, I'm surprised he made it as long as he did. Well, there you go. So anyway, George Santos has been uh, charged in some kind of something's going on. But there is this speculation that he may not be able to, like, potentially go around schools because I of don't his... know that that would be the case because it's not he's he's not it's not he's not guilty. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to register as a sex offender, I wouldn't no, think. It's not sex offenders, it's something. It's I'm getting something a text from else. Janice right now. Did you know George Santos is being federally charged with something? Maureen Johnson. We should return people back to the previously recorded episode of Says Who. Dan, just in the last three hours, George Santos got hit with some charges and Trump was found guilty of sexual assault. Well, it's true. Liable. Bible. It's true. Things Liable. got so much weirder in the last three hours. Mm hmm And you're drinking Windex. Listen, it's blue. I Dan, let me tell you this thing about me. If anyone wants to know a secret about shh, a little secret about Maureen. I love a funny colored dessert. Okay. Like if anything, like if you give me a dessert and it's like a weird blue color, uh huh. I'm ninety percent more likely to eat it. Okay. I believe it. I like a purple dessert. Oh, that's fun. Rainbow cake. Like, I just get a trap. Like, the weirder color the dessert is, the more I'm like, give it to me. But you know what I just recently realized might be my favorite kind of cake? What? Standard golden golden cake with a with a chocolate icing. Like a like a box vanilla. Yeah, but like a golden, like yeah. a Texas yeah. like a Texas sheet cake or, yeah. you know. Yeah. There's the, the, I am much more as, as, as well established. I'm cake, you're pie. Lore. Yeah. I am pie. Mm. But I do like a, like straight up cook it out of the box mix. 
like as plain as it can be cake with a basic frosting. That's a good time. Oh, yeah. When I was in Texas right before I got COVID, the night before I got COVID, I probably had COVID. The bloggers, Jenny Lawson, took me to a restaurant that is famous for its Texas sheet cake. And I had a mm. piece of Texas sheet cake that was golden vanilla with a chocolate icing that would fuck you up. That's a good time. Oh, it was good. That's a good time. Well, once again, I'm going to say we should return people to their regular schedule. We didn't know nothing three hours ago, Dan. I feel like we need to do the like, we know transition sound. We didn't know anything three no, hours. We were young then. We didn't. We're so stupid. We were. Dan, that's our secret. That's mm-hmm. our secret. We didn't know anything. It's true. On that note, we're putting stay, you back in the episode. Stay vigilant. Sure. Well, that's that's the sign-off for you know. Uh, bonus maybe it, I mean this is a whole new format. This Get isn't a, this isn't a town watch. No. This isn't a uh, this isn't a see you tomorrow. This is see you right now. This is see you right now. Hey, guess what? I think there's going to be a lot more of this sort of thing in our future. <laughs> I think you're probably correct. So, so enjoy yeah. editing this. I'm going to love it. I'm Goodbye. out. <laughs> Bye. Bingo. That's what I'm talking about. I guess I'm talking about bingo, Dan. You just yell bingo if you want. I just wanted to yell bingo. Yeah, you came now. It was now. so satisfying. It was so satisfying, Dan. Yeah. If we had says who bingo, can you imagine? People would fucking love Bingo is great. You get a little special marker that doesn't bleed through. Oh, it's so good. You had those little like paint pens or whatever they are? Yeah. Oh, those are fun. Oh, God, yeah. They gave me one those of those marker things. The oh, dauber. yeah, they're great. Isn't that what they're called? The dauber. They're called a dauber. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing when I walked in. I was like, what? They're like, we're doing an X. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I walked in mid-round. Yeah. We did an X. We did an H. We did four corners. Dan, it was all over. It was happening. There was one where you had to fill in your whole board. That seems like that would take forever. It was if you bought a special ticket because some somebody donated a uh, Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah. To this, which costs like two grand. Okay. And so you bought a special ticket okay. to get this purse. And wow. it was only certain people. So the, it was like only the people that bought that ticket we're doing it, and you had to film the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Were the callers doing the clever little rhymes? Kind of, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he was, yeah. you know, B12, B9. Hold the door. It's I4. I think I would love, I'd be a good bingo caller, except I'd want to be playing. Yeah, you can't. It's, it's really satisfying. Well, on that note. Dan. Hmm? This is... I just pulled up fucking CNN just to see if anything had come through. I don't do that. Just to see if the decision had come through. Oh, they. And, I think they've they've only been there for about two hours. And it was just stuff about the Proud Boys seditious conspiracy trial. Some weird yeah. notes that they uh, gave, and then of course this headline, which is a hundred percent a trap. Woman survives five days in the wild on wine. So you know. <laughs> CNN. CNN is, oh, God, there's a human dog bed. Okay, Maureen. Sorry. They have really weird ads on their page. But also, fuck you, CNN, uh, for having a Trump town hall this week. Oh, fun. Is Is that tonight? Dude, I don't know. I don't watch that shit. I think it's tonight. Don't watch that shit. Hold on. Oh, my God. Look, Dan, if there is a Trump town hall... Should we, I know we shouldn't watch it, but like for the purposes of this. I am 100% not watching it because I have four other jobs to do today. Well, Dan, Trump Town Hall. It is. uh, Let's see, Wednesday. So you can watch it. Well, I'm not going to. So anyway, because I'm not going to support that. Says who? Dan, question. There is every possibility that this judgment could come down tomorrow 
mm-hmm. or, or out this verdict. Yeah. And that night he would have a town hall. Yeah, I'm the, even more so not watching it. Absolutely. Fuck you, CNN, for, for doing this. Correct. Yes. It's all garbage. It is. Says who is made possible by you through You're your support. You're not garbage because this is a community. Of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon, where you get this all over again most Sundays. If you give it the five or ten dollar a month level, that is at patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter at says who at omfg.town on Mastodon. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also the fan run Discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who Discord, whatever you do, though, spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, May 17th, past the middle of May. I don't know how that's possible for our very next episode. And from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. I would definitely, if I could get a human-sized dog bed, Uh would I actually use it? Probably. Oh, I think I might. I Do you think have I space might. for it, though? No. Where would you Where would you put a human-sized dog bed other than on your actual human bed? <sighs> Somewhere on the floor? Well, obviously. But do you have that level of floor space? That's a I, large I, circumference, I would imagine. I think I'd just do it. I mean, just treat yourself, Maureen. You deserve a human-sized dog bed. That seems like a real pandemic thing. Here's the thing that I would recommend. Get yourself a human-sized dog bed. Mm. Get Dexy mm. a dog-sized human bed. That's already happened. No, she has a human-sized human bed. But get her a little dog-sized human bed. And then you just you and Oscar sleep in the dog bed. Dexy sleeps in the little human bed. Right. It would be great. That would be... Just do it for the gram, you know what I mean? Just just live it. I live it. life, you know? Yeah, got to. By the way, my Instagram is at Maureen Johnson Books. I'm trying to use it more as um as Twitter crumbles to dust. It does indeed. It, it has really crumbled in the last week or so. It is definitely starting to, the bolts are coming out. I mean, the bolts have been out for a while. But I mean, they're really, st- like it's starting to fail. Like it's, it's yeah. snaggling and it's morphing and it's coughing. It's no good. I still, I'm still there, Dan. I'll never, I'm never going to give it up. I'm never going to let it down. I'm everywhere now. And you know what it is? Tiring. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. And it also, it is too much. And it also isn't satisfying at all. Now, none of it's good. Well, Dan, see you tomorrow for these, uh, the stupid town hall. (laughs) I'm not watching it. But you should maybe say your name, sign off. So we My can... name? Mm-hmm. Maureen Johnson, coming to you from New York City. Wow, and this has been Says Who. What, nothing witty? Nope, I got nothing, Dan. Okay. That's Hollow fine. pumpkin head. All right. Like that movie with the pumpkin head. What was it called? The pumpkin head with the sleepy hollow. It's got the pumpkin head for the head. He's got a it's pumpkin like sleepy head. Ho- pumpkin sleepy hollow. You know, he's driving around. He's the headless horseman. He's got pumpkin on his head. Does the headless horseman have a pumpkin on his head? In my mm-hmm. memory, the headless horseman had a pumpkin on his head. Yeah. It's because they needed to be able to represent not having a head in a way that wouldn't scare children. So they put a pumpkin on it. So they gave him a head. Just put a pumpkin on it. Mm-hmm. That's me.